This is Knowledge in 5 from the Knowledge at Wharton Sirius XM radio show hosted by Dan Loney. The possibility of the companies that make Budweiser and Miller Lite becoming one. It almost seems like McDonald's and Burger King coming together. But it may be the case. Anheuser-Busch InBev has made inquiries about taking over SAB Miller. Anheuser apparently has till October the 14th, according to various reports, to make an offer. But the valuation of the new company could be around $250 billion. To take a look at uh, this potential merger, joining us, reporter for the Financial Times, Arash Masudi. How real of a possibility is this? Because it sounds like, from the SAB Miller perspective, they're looking to see if they can do a deal here. It's um, People are taking it quite seriously. Uh, if you may remember... There was the takeover of Anheuser-Busch in 2008 by um, InBev, which is now the combined company. And subsequently, they have been delevering their balance sheet for the last six years. And as they have uh, reduced the leverage on their balance sheet, speculation has grown that they will look for another target to get to an even bigger size. They already are accountable for one in five beers produced on the planet. And speculation has grown over the last 12 months that they will come for SAB Miller. And a combined ABI, SAB Miller, would be responsible for one in three beers produced globally. So what was it that really got this connection between uh, Anheuser-Busch InBev and SAB Miller really started? I mean, did they have them as a target now for quite some time? Anheuser-Busch is focused on beer. And if it were to look for targets, there are only a few big names that would move the needle. And the biggest of the targets is S.A.B. Miller. Uh, there's Heineken, but that's family-controlled. And there's Carlsberg, and that's um, you know in a world of trouble with its exposure in Russia and a few other emerging markets. So ultimately, S.A.B. Miller is probably the most viable target for Anheuser-Busch and Bev, and that's why the speculation has existed for quite some time. And these were companies, obviously, you mentioned about how uh, Anheuser-Busch uh, was was bought out by InBev several years ago, but for the longest time, for people here in the United States, we have thought of these as you know th- their core American beers, and we think we forget sometimes how global their reach really is. I went on the the SAB Miller website uh, yesterday and and just went down through the list of different brands of beer that they have, and it kept going and going and going. I mean, they have hundreds of different brands of beer that they're responsible for. Absolutely, uh, and it's interesting because both companies face a bit of an issue, which is they don't own some of these cooler microbrew slash craft beers that are becoming popular in the U.S. Here in the U.K., we're seeing that happen as well across Europe. And so, interestingly, um, the sort of Bud Lights of the world are, are more and more out of favor with consumers mm-hmm. who are developing more nuanced palates. So. Part of the play here is to push deeper into emerging markets where some of these brands may still have a lot of cachet and where they can find growth because ultimately in their developed market uh, economies, growth is starting to wane. And I guess it is interesting because both of those companies have tried to make inroads in that craft beer to make their own version of craft beers, but it really hasn't taken hold to this point. No, and and also, I mean, I don't know what the you know popularity of a drink like Bud 
but lime is, but I can't imagine it. I don't see it as a staple in sort of the American uh, brewing uh, establishment. So I think they've also struggled to innovate. And that often is what happens with big companies when you see it across any industry. They sort of get to a certain size and the sort of creativity leaves the company. Another interesting feature of the guys who did the Anheuser-Busch deal is that it's a, it's, a, it's a regime that is quite capable at cost-cutting, but still hasn't really proven that it can grow top-line growth. So these guys, um, there's a set of Brazilian founders who own about 22% of Anheuser-Busch, and they are behind the private equity vehicle 3G, which has also struck the Heinz Craft deal earlier this year with, yeah. uh, alongside Warren Buffett. So these guys are master deal-makers. They're incredibly good at running very efficient operations, but what they have always struggled to do is demonstrate growth in businesses they buy. So inevitably, when the growth starts to wane, they have to look for another target to take out, and thus the need to constantly acquire. For more information about Knowledge at Wharton, go to knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.